Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, Jim, so he'll be... Uh, we, he, I don't know where Flav is. He'll be here. Oh, here he is. Oh, any chance? All right, pricks. Oh dear. Why have you been like that? Uh, I've got lots of podcasts to do. I've been up to Liverpool doing some shows up there, and I've got my own show, Talking Bulls, on, on Bull Street's channel. Big I've time. got calls from, um, from agents. Huh? I want to know, not you, Jim. Oh, mate, it's like, you know, but no need to get all weird with um, us, is it? Well, I just don't ask me where I've been. <laughs> I've been busy. Right, that's where you got to. Right, you're looking this, pretty sharp this, as well. This you... little pod is uh, it's been uh, in the top. What is it? This little pod. Well, it's minor for me. <laughs> Not like the, fight, the fighting cock. It's the podcast here. Listen to yeah. me. Yeah. Mate, why are you being so? Uh, why, why are you having yourself so much? Well, I spoke to. I spoke to. I've been talking to a therapist, and uh, he said that I've just, just got to let you. You just got to stop pretending. What? Like being all this nice guy at Bull Street, you know, everyone's shoulder to cry on. I knew sick. it was a facade. I said it from day one. To I'm Matt. sick of it, to be honest. And uh, I'm, I've carried this this uh, uh, company for a while uh, since joining. So you say, uh, what, you're like the biggest star? Easily. Uh, who's got well, fucking Specky Bell and James? That's my competition, is well, it? I fucking yeah. agree with that, actually. We've got people like Robbie, people like... <laughs> nah, Robbie's got, you know, Robbie can't can't cast a shadow on me. It's the podcast. It's big. He is big. Anyway, what, what? What is this? What is this? What do you want, Matt? Should we start the pod? Fucking better, I suppose. Yeah, I do, aren't we? Fucking... You're not dealing with this uh, well, are you? The Long Ball Hello and welcome to the Long Ball Street Podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm here with Jim and Matt. How you doing, Matt? I'm mate, I'm good. Why is Jim on his phone? Yeah, he's come down. He, first off, he started asking questions about how many downloads we've got, like how are you doing, but like passive aggressive. How are you a bit, doing? A bit like he didn't think it was going well. Yeah, like why well, he haven't been doing nothing. If I'm going to lend my name to this shower of shite, then I want to know that we are in the top what? 70 of Sports and Hobbies podcasts. And you know, I'm delighted there's 150 on the charts. Oh no, shit, we're not 75. But, okay, that's good enough. I'm happy to lend my name to a podcast that's number 75. 75. He's ahead of Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast, which is in 78. That's pretty way. good. That's not bad. It's fairly well-known. Do you know what? Do you know what? It's, that is genuinely good, given the fact that the podcast came out, what would it, when it have been, the last one? Is it not last Wednesday? 
When did we do it? Last what week. Was that? I can't even remember. It seems know. such a long time. I think I was part of that. I'm like a regular. What am I now? I'm like your Gordon the Gopher that you just pulled out. <laughs> Danny Gabadon. That's what it was. Hand up. It was Danny Gabadon. Danny Gabadon. Yeah, because yeah, you wanted to embarrass me in front of Danny Gabadon. I, I listened to, to that one. I listened to the first half. It was good. What do you mean the first half? What I, have you been. D- I'm What's going on here? Are we not all on the same team? <laughs> well, I don't know, Fred, because earlier I was like, oh, let's do the podcast. You're like, oh, I can't, I'm doing the fighting cock. Oh, Rowan Ricketts might pop his head fighting in later. Fighting cock, which, by the way, is number 83 in the charts. So we're ahead oh, of the fighting yeah, cock. Exactly. Of course, I've let my well, name to it. We're, we're not getting mugged off by some Mickey Mouse Pod- Tottenham podcast. Uh, what is International that? Is that true? Week. We're on that 83. Is true. 83. Look, I'm not lying. Who, who else is in is in the mix? Who, pardon the interruption. That's one of my favorite. That's we're, an amazing. We're show. above Bill Simmons. Yeah, look, this is look ahead of Drive Time. That ginger twat Durham. We're ahead of him. Don't say that. He's he a nice aggressive. Guy. I know, Adrian. He's all right. Yeah, he's all right. Official UA for Champions League podcast. A bit ahead of us. Let's look at who's um, Danny Kelly below. This is fascinating. Yeah. Golf Weekly. All right, look, we, drive time with Gary Neville. We're the bollocks, right? Uh, I knew this. I'm, I'm surprised it's, uh, we've had to see some some silly iTunes league table to... I like, to, I like to back my... Uh, iTunes my facts up with yeah. I guess that's what it is in a, in a way, isn't it? But What are we talking about today, guys? I don't even remember. Well... This I, all feels rushed. Why have I been it's, drafted in a game? Where have you been all week? What you, I was in Liverpool. What were you doing in Liverpool? Sins. What was I doing? It's a good question. I was up in Liverpool doing the social club where oh, we were talking right? about safe standing. Okay. Um, we were talking about whether Deli Ali should be. Um, oh, God. Is, is I'm not just saying this. What? Uh, what? I'm not just saying this to roll you. Yeah. I, and I missed the he first is. half. Right. Second half, I'm watching Deli Ali. Geezer he can't trap a ball. I'm not. Like, everyone's raving. This is our star. We can't trap a ball. Um, Some of these players in this England team cannot do what eight-year-olds should be doing, which is control a ball and pass it five yards. And Deli Alley yeah. is one of them. He's like playing against Morton and the people like going off their heads that he's a well-beat. I'm sorry, and I know you're a Tottenham fan. You, I'm not, just not. I'm not having the old England team at you, all at the well, moment. Well, I'm so. I, I was. Remember, how the, I got the ump in the first week of the Euros. Let alone like look what yeah, I'm yeah. now. Well, yeah, but this is your seems to be your natural position when watching. God. What's in England? That's, that's I, I just think if you're playing for England, you should be able to trap a ball. Look, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. I think that Dendi has a long way to come. I'm um, just, uh, but I, and I'm, I'm like, is, he, are they, is he another one? He's a different player for England. He's got to be a different player for England. He put on an England shirt, and it's like right, he said they just lose their power or something. It's like they get lose, space jammed. They lose their power. Surely this is not a player at Tottenham. Everyone's raving about because I can't see it. Hang I, on a minute, right? Firstly, quite clearly, he can trap a ball. We couldn't when I watched him the other day. Ball come over, <laughs> couldn't trap a ball. Yeah, he should be doing that. I, look, I know he shouldn't be doing it 100 times out of 100, but as a fan, I want him to choke, control that ball You're like I like control a ball. He's it just does aggressive. my nutting. They can't control a ball and pass it 10 yards. Have it's, you had a bad day? No. Have you had Well, he's, he's, he's had postage woes all week, haven't oh, he? Yeah. Fucking missus had given me, given me postage challenges. What do you mean challenges? Well, yesterday was to post two letters and I fucked that up. How? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I, like, I was just riling me because I had one stamp left. You, you had to find the addresses first. I had to f- yeah, did I? You had to f- oh, yes. And she's written on it, like birthday cards. She's put two birthday cards, right? And she's it's Jen, my sister-in-law. Yeah. She's put Jen in, in massive on the front. Yeah. Like, no room for an, uh, an address now. And she wants me to put it in one envelope. So I'm searching for any office. Can't find a fucking envelope to put it on the one stamp that I've got. Right. So then I have to got, I've got one stamp. Okay, I'm just going to post them separately. So I have to write Jen, heart, and have to put the, the address and navigate around this big Jen on the front of a card. <laughs> so then I'm stressing because I've got I only got one stamp, and I've now got two letters. Okay, right, fuck it. I'm going to have to go to the post office at 
lunchtime, which is always going to go down well in London, Victoria. So I stroll up there. There's a post box on my way. Right, fuck it. The postman's there. I'm going to post one now. Post the one that I put a stamp on. So I post the one. Post it in a letter. Yeah. Okay, I've got one envelope left. Go up to Sainsbury's thinking they'll sell stamps. Of course they don't sell stamps. Go to the post office. The queue is like, might as well be to Marlebone. So then I come, <laughs> to the, I come to the other shop and then I buy a stamp, right? Yeah. Buy a stamp. 74p, so that gives me the ump. 74p for a stamp. Turn over the envelope and it's already got a stamp on. <laughs> so I posted... I posted... Um, a letter that's not now gonna not gonna get there. So, <laughs> oh and the worst God. thing is, I'm seeing my sister on Saturday. I could just fucking hand deliver the fucking thing. Can I swear I was gonna say the same on them? You could swear. And then today, the missus has sent me like my good mate Trev Spain. He's had twins. God bless him, Prem, and all the rest of it. <laughs> my missus spent like a fortune on the thing. That's fortune on the twins yeah. thing. The twins fortune, and then of course because it's a fortune, it's a big package. Yeah. So she's then sent me this ridiculous package I've had to wrap and we've only got duct tape in the office so I've done it with green duct tape gone up there lunchtime the queue is now over to fucking Baker Street it's ridiculous um, anyway so yeah Mate, just, okay. I've gone, I've gone I'm, off I'm sensing where this where his tetchiness has come from at the yeah, start that's what it is it, and, and Deli Alley can't fucking routine administrative duties are very very demanding in this day and age and I can yeah, understand we, mental fatigue they do, they yeah, do, yeah. Oh, I've got other shit to deal with I said to him he's got other shit to deal with yeah. I've got big, to go on a big Boy oh, shit. Big boy shit. You <laughs> fucking take... It's, and it's, you take care of this stuff. I, yeah. I, I, my day cannot be railroaded by this kind of nonsense that I have to deal with. I understand. And then by the time five o'clock comes around, which time we're doing the podcast, Deli Alley springs in the air. They can't control a ball. <laughs> and he doesn't have to deal with this shit. He's got someone doing his postage. Yeah. I know he has. But so he can't Kelly, control a ball. Kelly, if you're listening, right, maybe you need to lay off Jim a little bit. Yeah. Maybe you need to take responsibility for some of these things and give them a few easy tasks. Just give me a bit of uh, horizontal refreshment once in a while. That'd be nice. <laughs> I hear that. Not about, you know, forget it. All right, so we're gonna, we, there is a purpose to this podcast this week. Very, we have, I know. We, we just need to relax. Yeah, it, worked, but I like the energy because it, that, it, sounds, it does sound good when you listen to it, when people are actually animated as opposed to, I don't give a fuck. Uh, which is never conducive. Um, did you just find that bottle of water? Yeah, <laughs> it could have been anyone. It could have been there for days. Well, yeah, I don't care. I'll go for it. <laughs> All right, um, my so rant has made my mouth a bit dry. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, is that is that right? The water. Perfect. Right, what are we talking about today? today like, we're talking about. Well, I, I, we had an interesting like, conversation. You're like Deli Alley with a football, mate. You can't control <laughs> it. I'm trying to get control. You two are difficult to control. Um, I, what, we had a conversation last week, didn't we, about success and and and, and what it means and. And the difference between, say, success and glory. And for a long time, I've been in this position where I thought, actually, success is a negative thing for a football club. It's great to have little bites of it, right. but sustained, sustained success comes with it has, you know, uh, comes with it a, um, a detrimental effect on a football club and a fan base. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna we're talking about delve, success. Delve into it. So is now success. I know why you brought me into this one. <laughs> the topic is, is I can't even say it. The topic is I can't even say it. <laughs> the topic is success. Yes, yeah, bring yeah. up Jimmy Irwin. Yeah. <laughs> bring in Big Jim. Oh, no, it's a tough one. It's a bit of a thinking one. That one. You, gonna well, we, to, we're gonna work our way work our way through. Okay. It. So what you're saying is, uh, is success good or bad? Yeah, I guess in in in, in its most rawest form. I don't okay. know if we'll be able to. Someone's find an oxymoron of a sentence. How can success? Because if it's success, then it's got to be yeah good. Otherwise, it's not success. So it's well, kind of a weird question, but I understand what what we're facets. There's what a lot we're of facets. Asking. A lot well, of facets. There. there is a lot of facets. It's almost like does money make you happy? Yeah. Well, there's a school of thought that you yeah. or, or the, 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 an investigation that went into finding out how much happy you are the more you earn so apparently the 40,000 pounds is the threshold for 
where money can make you happy and every, everything past that has to be you, you find your happiness elsewhere <laughs> rather than just earning money okay, really yeah okay. apparently so 40 grand yeah I heard that on Joe Rogan that's not much is yeah. it probably made yeah, it up it's not much didn't seem like much half of it well 40,000 pounds of disposable income there you go oh, okay got you yeah. and then, but then people assume that footballers should be happy just because they're earning a lot of money of course whereas what we actually know is in fact just because you're earning a lot of money, it doesn't make you happy at all. We know a lot of footballers just, just, yeah, I know. We're, are we, is this purely about football? Or are we, like, uh, no, we can, we can I flit about. I think we should generalise. Yeah. We can flit about. It's not a problem. Okay. Um, but I, I think I, what I want to establish from this to start is that there's a difference between success and glory, right? So I think a lot of people attribute glory to winning the league, winning the FA Cup, or winning the Champions League, whatever it might be. But I think every team, Huddersfield included, have uh, moments of glory in a season, where they, right. whether it be them beating the, their Leeds. local rivals, beating Leeds, or staying up at the last day of the season, last yeah. kick of the game. It doesn't have to be this kind of cliched idea of what 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 success is or what glory is. You find each fan base finds glory in yeah. their own mm. little nuggets, and, and, and that's all, real. And one of the things that always bugs me is like, only one team can actually win that league. Mm. You know, it's like uh, only one team can win the Super Bowl. Only one. Guy can win Wimbledon, for example. It doesn't mean that everyone's a loser. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, mean that everyone's failed. So in terms of football, I know that Man United want to win the league, City want to win the league, Spurs do, Liverpool do, Chelsea do. There's even Leicester. There's lots of teams that want to win it. Yeah, but only one can. So just because you've not won it, it doesn't mean that's complete abject failure, does it? No, not at all. And, and but I think certain broadcasters. Um, would lead you to believe that the only way you can be successful is, is if you, you fall into their criteria of what success is. Right. Uh, and I think what, what ultimately the, the biggest problem is is the impact that it has on a football team um, and, and a fan base because the level of expect, expectation, you take Arsenal for example, um, they have had sustained, they've, they've had a They've had a, a decent level of what's many consistency. would consider success. Yeah, yeah. They consistency. So they're, yeah. they're, they're, whatever it is, finishing the top four. But, but they're their fans the most are pissed off. Yeah, they're, they're probably the most unhappy fan base in all of football. In so it's history. almost like you have hashtag first world problems. It's like hashtag Arsenal problems in a way. Like, oh God, we only spent 50 million on players. Yeah, yeah. We only finished second. Yeah. Like that's hashtag Arsenal problems. You can use that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I think um, I think that what... Uh, what What's wrong with just finding something great about the football club you fell in love with, and 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 why you don't have to conform, force your team into this idea that in order in order to be success successful you have to say finish in the top four. So Sky Sports have and 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 the Premier League as the the brand has grown has become a more um, a, 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 a centered sex success not around say winning the FA Cup. Not even around winning the league, but this top four, mm. this top four, which gives you the holy grail to the Champions League. Which, as a Spurs fan, I know categorically doesn't really change a great deal it's once you just qualify. The money, isn't it? Really? Yeah. It's like if you're in that top four, then you're getting an extra. Like, how much do they get? Really, we should have done research. Mm. Um, oh well, yeah, an so you say hundred mil? Yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. Yeah. I need a question. I don't think I can contribute this unless I have a question because it's so. It's, it's a really good debate. It's like all right. I've got a question. My head's hurting. Will you post my? <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. Will what, you? What? I was saying, will you post something? Oh, no more fucking posts. No more posts. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's not... a hard question. It's, it's like I mean, I was thinking. I saw the. Um, 
the, the Dons the other day. Yeah. I'm, believe it or not, I used to grow up and I was um, I, I used to, to be a Wimbledon. <laughs> I used to grow up. I used to um, I was used to be a Wimbledon sport. I used to stand on Plough Lane and used to love it, and then kind of got disenfranchised. And then I read the other day they'd overtaken yeah, the uh, franchise FC, and that that I mean, must represent an incredibly successful season. I know the season's not over yet, but if they finish above them, that's going to be yeah. for them. That's got to be an incredibly successful season. Yeah. I, I think I thought it's what a fan. As you know, Matt says, what it's fan hard to define you know. success, isn't it? Because it's kind of in the eye of the beholder, like love is in yeah. a way. Yeah, it's relative. So my idea of a God, I'm going into the world of women here. So too, you know, lot, what I find attractive, you might not. You yeah. know, so I might be like, oh, amazing! Look at this, this conquest. One man's yeah. chicken in a basket is another man's cock. Yeah, van. It's one man. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's difficult. But what about? I mean, what about in terms of players as well, and in terms of sportsmen? Because well, there's, there's a great, you know, we have this. There's, it's almost like a fallacy, or, or that people are happy because they're famous, or people are happy because they're a footballer. Mm. Whereas actually, what we've learned throughout this whole series of interviews that we've been doing the, ball, the Long Ball Street podcast so far is that a lot of them actually aren't happy. Yeah. And even though they've got this one in a million job. The, the thing that most kids, kind of most lads, grew up wanting to be a footballer. It's kind of the archetypal. That's the dream life to aspire to, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Broadly, um, but actually, a lot of them are kind of unhappy. And even though they're getting paid a lot of money, a lot of them are unhappy. And, and that whole thing about uh, celebrity and uh, is, I just think, a fascinating subject. Yeah. And w- when you look at, go on. No, no, go on. <laughs> Whenever I speak, you make these little noise. When you then look at, um, you know, how good it must feel. A lot of the guys we've spoken about, have uh, we spoke to, have spoken about that when you're you're flying, when you're scoring goals, when you're playing and things are going well, there's kind of nothing like it. But life after that is difficult. You get injured and you're out of it. It's unbearable. It's intolerable to to. Um, to cope with mm. so it's almost a, there's almost like at what there's a price isn't there to it which is if you become it mm. then you've got to, for the great high you get the, yeah. the, the, the amazing feeling the, the kind of I'm amazing everyone adulating you people kind of you know the money it gets for all that good thing there's obviously it brings about a lot of guilt with it and a lot of anxiety especially when you then start to fall I've got something now the parallel the parallels you're exactly right you're saying the parallels that the, the expectations the higher uh, the, the higher they're cast and certainly the earlier on in their career like Rashford he's been kind of catapulted Deli Alley. Yeah. you know he's he's 20 years old and you're having a go at him because he's, he's, he's one day better trap a ball but yeah yeah you, you know like you say he can trap a ball but he's had a bad game or whatever it might be but your the expectation around um, around this early success is it, it, it's, it's so significant that it's actually ultimately damaging so alright I've got a question oh, yeah you. I think sorry just in, and Matt kind of touched I think the highs are so high I mean, can you? I mean, the highs are incredible. Imagine, yeah. you can, I can only imagine you've just scored in front of a hundred thousand people, whatever it is. Even twenty-five thousand. Twenty-five thousand people. You, you're loving life. You've got money in the pocket, in your pocket, and you're thinking, "Oh, this is incredible." And then the, there's got to be a downside to that. The yeah. lows must be so yeah. low and kind of. Well, 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 if you think about it, so. You, you, we've all been, we've all like our football. We've all been in in grounds where a player that's playing for our team has scored a hat trick. The whole crowd, Andy Boo, 
Booty, booty. Everyone in unison is work- like. Do you remember, Letitia used to take corners for Southampton, and the whole crowd behind the goal mm. would be um, worshiping and bowing yeah. to him and stuff like that. That's got to feel fucking awesome. Mm. And then he might ping in a twenty-five yarder. Then he might chip the keeper. You know, you just got these amazing goals. That whole ground that must feel mm. so amazing that when that stops. How do you feel then? Like, so yeah, or or even, or even when it's not even when it stops completely. Like most, uh, most did an after dinner speak. A big part of his after dinner speaking is is that he was obviously at the top of his game when he was at Arsenal, and then Arsenal. Merson, Paul Merson, yeah. when he's Arsenal. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, Merson, sorry. Yeah. So I was talking about Letizia. I was. Yeah, right but. Sorry, yeah. Merson, yeah, similar kind of player. Top, top, you know, top of his game, fans, money, all the rest of it. Then he went down to play lower leagues. Like Walsall, I know he was managing. Played at Villa. Did he play at Villa? Yeah, yeah. And yeah then I think he went on. in the top, but he definitely played at a lower league. Right. Yeah, okay. And he said, and he said, he said for him that was one of the hardest times ever because he was playing against players that, in his pomp, he could just absolutely mug off completely. And right. Now they were mugging him off, and he just said that for him was one of the lowest ever. So he's still he's still playing yeah. in front of a so crowd. You're still desperate to play. Yes, you, you still love want the game, to, want to play. But you can still take some money. Yeah, so it's not even when that's, it stops. You could just it's just a decline. The decline. I mean, that's that's almost like the natural decline of a footballer as well. But if you look at Wayne Rooney, who's 29, 30 maybe. He's had everything that he, he could possibly want in a career. All really. the old ladies he'd like. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. All the the, ha- the hair transplant. <laughs> he's had the lot. You know, he's record goal scorer for England. For England, I think he, he's a few goals away from uh, Bobby Charlton. Yeah, he's uh, you know he's, he's just had an amazing career, but he's also reached a point so early on that he's now shit. Yeah, and, and I think the yeah, it's not. I mean, he's not shit, but he's his like, expectations he, he, are so he's, high. He's, for me, he looks like a pub player some days. He just looks like a pub player nowadays. And I, I was out there in Portugal when he set the world alight. Two thousand four. Yeah, how was that? Yeah, I was there on pissed on Superbok and uh, Superbok. That was the Superbok. Oh, wow. uh, uh, the Superbok tournament. Yeah, <laughs> it, really it was brilliant. Was, and, it was amazing. But in the last couple of years, he's been like a pub player in the tournament. He looks awful. Again, another one. Watch him. He can't. He can't. He can't do basic things. Yeah. So decline of Wayne Rooney. Sorry, he's decline. He's become so so severe based on what he's done before and the expectations around yep. him. All right, and, that, and that's the kind of issue, and that's the parallel between that and football clubs. Except Wayne Rooney eventually goes away, and your football club doesn't. And what happened? What's happened with Arsenal? Just to bring it back, is that their, their expectations so high, and they've done amazingly. So the trappings of success, certainly, uh, be, or at least being consistent at the top level of, uh, in the league, are, are damaging to a football club. And I would, I'm not saying I would rather my team be in the lower leagues, uh, the, the, the lower echelons of the league, but there's something about moments... Are you saying Wenger's like Wayne Rooney? You're not saying that, are you? But that's popped into my head, kind of, a little bit, isn't it? Why is that? Well, Wenger kind of... Started like a steam train, yeah, was brilliant. Well, yeah, look, I mean, and now kind of he's off the boil. <laughs> now he yeah. he's kind of gone off the ball. This is probably not what you were saying at all, but I'm just trying to think from a fan's point of view. Do you, do you fans think are kind the of treatment of Wenger, given what the fans are turning against him, and the fans are turning against Wayne Rooney a bit, where they used to love Wayne Rooney and they used to love Arsene Wenger. The yeah. fans, of, of, those guys have set such high levels that now that those that Wenger and Rooney can't. Uh, keep up with those expectations. They're they're turning against them, aren't they? It's always been a case that fucking celebrities and especially footballers and sportsmen 
they're put on this pedestal, aren't they? Mm. And how great that feel, but it's a short career. If you think like a musician kind of goes on and on, an actor can go on and on and on. Um, but if you're a footballer and you're for, like, for 10 years, for 12 years, for 13 years, you must be getting the best drug there is, especially if you're a striker and you're banging it in. Because everyone knows your name, everyone sings your name. It's the strikers that get their name sung, isn't it? Yeah. They must sell the most replicas. The kids must be... You know, when you're a kid, it's the guy that scores the goals. So, you know... People look up to Shearer or Owen or Fowler or Teddy or Letitia or Merson or Rooney or oh. or RVP or or, or or Ronaldo or Messi. <laughs> you know, it's these guys, isn't it? So how good that must feel. The, the, the low must be. Uh, <laughs> Wait, now, you're making you take the mic out of my point. The highs, the highs, <laughs> the highs. Let, no, 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 but it, it, the, the lows must be very difficult. Look, and and it's how, how do they how do they deal with that? I mean, how are they emotionally prepared? Football, especially, is such a cruel sport because when you're high, everyone wants a piece of you. Yeah. The, the contracts are coming in, the deals are coming in, the the, the you know the. For Deli Alley, and then you miscontrol one ball, one fucking pass, you can't <laughs> yeah, trap like, it. Find a new fucking agent. Yeah, yeah. No, well, no, the, agent, the agent ain't gonna dump I'm him. I'm done off, with uh, you. The agent don't care if you can trap a ball. All that money's coming in, but all these I think they all deal. They all have to deal with it in their own way. But do you not think that football is a really cruel sport in that respect? Because you're 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 your whole career, and that like Wayne Rooney, people are you do get villained or vilified. Yeah. Um, more than um, in music. I mean, Kanye gets murdered, for example, for releasing, mm. um, you know, off for having a rant at a concert or something like that. People maybe don't like your album. Mm. Um, but they don't, you know, it's concert. You don't have people turning up with effigies and burning their kit and doing death threats and stuff like you get in sport, often, you know? Often. Yeah, but it's, it's, I think Remember it's people's Beckham passion. Football, that's why we're in it. Football is people's passion points, isn't it? That's what can trigger. Like, if you don't like Kanye, you go and listen to another rapper. You can't, yeah. if you're watching Wayne Rooney in your team, you can't transfer in Messi into the England team. You just can't do it. Or so that's why it just triggers supporting another team, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's why it... Why they do get they people do get, lose their shit, but that must be difficult to deal with, right? You know, think of Beckham; he's had his ups and downs, but that that must have been pretty hard when you come back from. He must have been as good as anyone to have got sent off in that game. Jim with a little kick on Simeone. Did make him though, didn't it? Made him as a man. I yeah, think. we did, but it took a little while. And what, if you remember that everyone was getting hounded by everyone, mm. and when he came back, there was like effigies had been hung. I mean, yeah. this is kind of before social media, so I'm imagining it'd be worse if it was social yeah, media. Imagine now, yeah, you get slaughtered. But no, yeah, I guess, I guess it's going to make your break you. And I think mm. in Beckham's case, it definitely made him. I think Rooney's going to be good. He's going to be sorted. He's got his his close uh, family around him. Colleen's around him. She's been supporting him this week. He's got his kids. I think, I think he's enough about him to to come through. I think other players might not deal with it as well. Yeah. So, so you must have come across um, some that, that haven't. Yeah, well, I think Jim's a, a good one. I don't think Jim would mind me. Too. He struggled when he when he lost his football. He couldn't even bring himself to watch football. Is that Jimmy Bullock? Yeah, he, he couldn't even bring himself to watch football. Missed it, didn't he? And, well, no, that was the thing. At first, he didn't. He, I think. Well, yeah, I think deep down he did, but he would tell everyone to listen. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, don't miss it at all. Don't miss it at all. I think it was just way of coping. a defense mechanism. I think so, yeah. I, I'm no, like, obviously I'm not a doctor. And it's, like, it's like people that, that see that hot girl and go, nah, she's not my type. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah. And it's like, you know that they'd But I spoke to him yesterday. Yeah. They'd be like a rat up a dream yeah. pipe. But I spoke to him <laughs> yesterday. And um, and he's always got a spring in his step. But yesterday, I kind of sensed there was like a, a, the whole the circle had been completed a little bit. Like he's back in his football, he's loving life again. He's surrounded he's by football. Yeah, he's, he's absolutely loving it. It was just something I detected right. his voice. But he likes that bunch of people around. He likes the lads. He mm. likes having a joke. Don't he? And obviously, he, he didn't have that for a while. He was yeah, compl- and so he, he filled it with TV stuff and level, all the rest of it, doesn't he? Uh, but even the TV stuff, sorry, just touched on Jim again, even the TV stuff, the TV stuff's only a small segment of his week. The rest of his week, he's on his own and his mates are in day jobs. You know, they can't yeah. afford to hang around with him. And yeah. so he'd go fishing, which is quite a solitary sport. He did golf, which is quite a solitary sport. Yeah. Doesn't fill that void. Um, so now, hopefully, he's found his football. But obviously, Jim's a lucky one. You know, there's a lot of guys out there who... who Struggle to... Because Jim's got a little bit of panache, hasn't he? He's yeah. got a little bit of charisma. Yeah. The kind of thing that... Actually, he's able to light up a room, yeah. and he's able to perform in a way that that people enjoy. Mm. And people loved him as a player. But for those people that maybe ain't as cool, maybe they don't have a cult status, yeah. maybe it's harder to find work. Maybe brands absolutely. Uh, and and Jim hasn't had; he's had some good highs. But again, he's there's been other players out there um, who've had bigger highs than him, and now God knows what they're doing. They could yeah. be in a real bad way, and they probably are. Sam Soji. <laughs> but but but, but the, the hate. Just getting back to that hate thing because I think that's quite a, an important uh, thing. It's mad, isn't it? Now, what um, what social media has become and the way that you know, like a football match, it used to be quite balanced about a ninety minutes or a season, and you'd get your rating in the paper and a match report and stuff like that. But now, these little tiny moments where someone misses a chance or. Maybe the Gerard slip. That little vine's worth of information mm. is kind of immortalised. So people kind of you don't need to see the game in order to have feel like you've seen the game. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? But the hate that happens, like so, you are obviously like the the UFC, right? Yeah. And when the likes of Ronda or I mean, and this is a new thing. So you, it, okay, so UFC start first of all. It's a very bit different to boxing. Yeah. Um, they don't. You know, like in boxing, they try and protect people, so they, they let them fight. 
cans or tomato cans in order to kind of preserve the zero so then it's like oh god they're 35 and yeah. oh that kind of thing build them build them up it, it, you don't really get that in the UFC so you have champions you have people that might have lost three or four fights because it's very easy to lose a fight and it's very competitive to throw people in with, with, with hard opponents yeah. right so this has been the way for, for quite a while but as the UFC's now grown popular and as it's kind of um, uh, social media and people feel like they've got this the ability to just or the entitlement to just comment on someone of course. and be very rude to people you've seen it in the YouTube comments you know people are, are horrible in the way that they speak now yeah. you know, how rude they wouldn't say quite this in the street rude. you think a right is trolling and all that stuff yeah. like Arsenal fans fucking giving him dog's abuse and stuff when in the street they wouldn't do that stuff so, so we, we're kind of in this world now where people are horrible and so like I said for the UFC it was good for a while but mm. then Ronda Rousey lost to Holly Holm the hate, unbelievable, the abuse, the horrible things that people would say uh, and, and the horrible things that would have Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, who had lost before, not mm. in the UFC, but he'd lost a fight before, loses to, to Nate Diaz, gets choked out in the, the second round of their fight. Fucking the hate, the, the memes, the, you know, you, you from hero and complete thing to... To complete where, evil. Where do you think that comes from then? Like, is, I know that's a sociological question, but yeah, is it that people? I mean, it's the same with Floyd Mayweather, wasn't it? Everyone, would, more people he was watched winning. him. More people watched him to lose. Yeah. to wait for him to lose to get banged out by someone than than than, than it was to watch because most of the people watching that fight weren't real boxing fans. They were no. people that. They liked boxing, but yeah. ultimately they saw him as the villain. Well, I, I mean, okay, so Mayweather, I think, might be a little bit different because there's been several occasions where he's clearly been a, quite vulgar yeah. in with money. Uh, there's obviously well, like all these though. things with him. Yeah, okay. So th- there's all these things with him doing um, um, certain crimes against women. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, th- I think that Floyd's women. a bit like I hate Floyd, and I've never really watched him. I've watched a couple of his fights, find him boring. So I'm not a Floyd fan. Yeah. Um, but Connor, um, yes, you're right. He has been playing up this money thing and stuff like that. But it's more about the the way that people react to defeats. You know, that Ronda Rousey wasn't like that. Yeah, uh, she wasn't vulgar with money or anything. But the hate, the way that people reacted to her. Yeah, so I need to turn off this phone and it's doing my head in. Um, I wonder if it's because I wonder if it's the money that's driving that. Because I'm just going back to my little rant earlier jealousy. about uh, yeah, it's politics of. Uh, Jealousy. I'm going back to my little rant about Ali now, and it's I'm probably ranting because of the You're money. Jealous. I'm jealous of the, jealous. This kid is fucking rolling dice, having the life of Ali. He can't trap a ball, so I get angry about that. Maybe that's maybe. I don't come know. from. You're not like that though, because there's loads of successful people, and you're cool with it. I think that's more about the fundamentals of football. Yeah, you maybe because you think <laughs> I could do a job. But 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 just to just to play with this Conor McGregor thing yeah. for a minute, right? But but yeah. Okay, so sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but on the Conor thing, but you are. I am. <laughs> I'm joking. But I'm just I'm just I'm trying to trying to find where this anger's come from. Is well, have people mate, put, injected their belief in him and they feel they've let him down, mate, or they, he's earning all this money, showing all this stuff. So no, no, fuck no you. it's not that. Like if it was an isolated incident, right? But. People kind of can't wait to see people fall now. Mm. But you think about the, the culture around bullying, the culture <clears throat> around uh, around the way that we spread negativity. You know, it, it, it's incredible. Yeah, the amount of times right, I see on Facebook people going, "Oh, um, this is horrible," but had to share it, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, "What the fuck is this?" And it's like 
some kids picking up an old woman that's clearly a bit mad and not with it, spinning around in circles, and then she's all dizzy. And I'm like, what? why are you sharing that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people, are, are, are crimes on buses and stuff like that, the more that people share this stuff, the more it actually becomes a reality. All this clown shit that's going on. Have you seen all this clown yeah, stuff? Yeah, it's crazy, man. You know? But because that's shared... And because it's kind of... People contribute then towards a a growing haze that hangs over popular culture. All this me. stuff. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and all this stuff actually feeds into primal parts of what makes you human. So people are sharing clown shit because clowns are fucking scary to, to most people. <laughs> people are, 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 are But people are enjoying... imitating it. Yeah, yeah. Loads of people are imitating it. Like, yeah. loads of people are imitating it. Right? Yeah. Um, but the thing is about this this imitation thing, and it's and this is the fucking the world's been like this for a while because it's like this in in traditional media, all right. So there's been studies done and people have made recommendations about how you stop these you know these mass murders where kids in a high school yeah. all of a sudden turn on the school, go in with a gun, shoot up twenty people or whatever, uh, and do something like that, right? Now, p- p- people have uh, especially to come out and said, look, there's a way you can stop this. Right, the way that you stop this—it's not metal detectors at schools, um, it's not banning firearms, it's not these kind of things. Right, the way that you stop this is one—you don't report it in the same way because every single news show that reports that crime, they start with with, with two things: one, it's police lights and sirens, and um, clearly some kind of mass awareness or a hysteria, some kind of event going on, mm. and it's a giant picture of the killer. Yeah. Right. So what all that does is that kind of lay, and the news con- continues with this thing. So the way they report the news actually tells people, oh, you that's sitting out there that's feeling kind of lost in this world, here's a way for you to kind of get revenge. Here's the way you that matter. you can matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's that's exactly right. Uh, and, but it, but so the principles that are, that are behind that, right? About. Uh, about showing people how it's done in a way, um, I think are, are, are relevant also to kind of negativity and the way that hate is kind of spread uh, mm. socially, typically in the UK. When in my previous job, I used to do a lot of work with uh, in male suicide, and um, we created bits of media, bits of uh, magazines, films, or whatever. But we had to be really careful in the way that we reported methods in which someone would use to, in order to end their life or attempt because to end their life. Because it educates someone in a way. Yeah, essentially you get influence. Uh, uh, so it's, it's called a duty of care, ultimately. Yeah, so you, you, well, you're not allowed to do it. It's like the power of suggestion, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of like, if you, you might be sitting there, okay, we'll just make it about something ridiculous like food. You could be sitting there, not feeling particularly hungry, feeling very happy with, with your day. Someone comes in and goes, oh, do you want a, 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 do you want a fucking cake? You know what I mean? Just the power of suggestion kind of then makes you kind of want it in a way. The the term's called triggering. So you'll you'll trigger a a, a, a kind of series of actions where ultimately... I mean, even by me mentioning suicide, if someone has those thoughts and they're listening to this... It's funny. It was not funny at all that you should say that, but I'm going quite deep here. But a mate of mine committed suicide about two years ago. And I've never never even thought about suicide, really. But Mm. now, like... I don't have thoughts of suicide myself, but, <laughs> I was just like, but it does plant a seed. No like, shit, it, this is going it does, deep. It does. It does. <laughs> it you think, it oh, well, I wonder what he was. Why did he do that? And yeah. It, it, well, <laughs> it, it shows that it's a, it's a, an outcome or, or a method by which to deal with a certain problem, doesn't mm. it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, it's a method. Monday was um, World Mental Health Day, actually. Yeah. So, and a lot of people were talking openly about their issues with uh, yeah. mental health. So, it, it's not. Uh, go on. 
Well, it's not going. You go on. You were talking about something far more important. Probably. Well, I was just no. I mean, I I, I, I was desperately trying to think how we link this back to uh, the final pod. Well, I tell you, just one of the things that I was going to say is like just to play this Conor McGregor thing before I think we Jim went into this, which was a lovely little interruption, Jim. But getting back to the thing I was saying with Conor, right? Is He's now, and, and I don't know how much you're into the UFC, how much you follow it, right? Uh, but he's now... Vicariously through you. Right, yeah. okay. Well, he's become, essentially, this guy, this Irish guy that had a bit of a future that was uh, a two-way champion in Cage Warriors, that a UK-based, well, European organisation. I can't remember him then, and him going into the UFC. He's like, oh, he could be a star, he could do well, had a few fights, just went up the charts. And now, he is not just the biggest name in the UFC he's one of the biggest names in the world right mm. this is how famous he is you think about a footballer we think about Jimmy Bullard or Danny Gabidon or Leon McKenzie scoring a few goals and being well known Connor right is super um, he is the celebrity idol of celebrities mm. yeah yeah let me ex- let me explain why so basically his last fight beats Nate Diaz Kanye West is there at cage side right Kanye is obviously a pretty fucking big deal in the world you know what I mean loves to make shoes and that a lot as well as music and he is Kanye it's important enough for him to actually go then and stand like a fan in the tunnel right waiting for Connor to walk past out of the medical room and into the press room just to shake his hand mm. like I've seen the video footage of Connor walking down seeing on crutches Kanye's waiting there because oh, will you meet Kanye shakes the hand Connor walks off Kanye's t- standing there waiting like, like a like a fan yeah. will, you know almost like will you sign this for me yeah. now as well as that um, you might have seen the pictures Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. now Cristiano's probably the biggest name in football one of the biggest earners in the world huge earner he takes time out of his schedule to go stop by Connor's gym just to go in there and be around him have some pictures have a laugh have a conversation right yeah. so all these guys are famous but Connor's actually the one that they're all putting on a bit of a pedestal yeah. and maybe it's because he's in a sport where you actually beat people up and maybe that makes him even more mysterious even definitely. cooler definitely but how on he is if we think about the, the pedestal that footballers are on and how great life must feel when you're banging some goals if you're Connor right now how much you, you're the, the, the laws of the world don't apply to you yeah he's made over 40 million this year it's a lot of money over yeah. 40 million the, the, the world's brands from poker stars to um, Call of Duty uh, are queuing up trying to give him loads of money just to appear on their adverts yeah He's sitting there calling shots, talking about fighting Floyd Mayweather and going out of the sport to do these superhuman things. People like Kanye, he, he, there's no rules for him. He's, the guy, if he, I worry about Connor, that he feels so fucking above everyone. Yeah. He's living this unnatural life, right? What's the fucking well, how, hangover for that going to be like? Absolutely. Mm. And how does his brain cope with that? Because there's yeah. no rules, really. There's, there's no... no. Th- there's no I mean, the there's only- no constraints. He is living life without constraints. But I reckon if Ki- if Kim had been there as well, he could have been grabbing up Kim's what big not ass. Kanye could have done. Yeah, and he'd just be like, "Oh yeah, Kanye, I might have a little go on this." He's like, "All right, mate, is it?" And Kanye'd yeah. just be like, "Yeah, of course, go on, girl. yeah, go on, girl." You, you know what I mean? Like, so, so what's that 
calm down going to be like for yeah you. I mean there's no like I said there's no rules in order for that, that show you how to, to deal with this there's no there's no path that's been carved out ahead and saying this is how you cope with this amount of success in your life mm. and, and and this is now what you have to do in order to, yeah. to in in this to modern yeah, your, the closest really you could come to is probably Beckham Maybe yeah. I would say Floyd, but you you, you end up getting surrounded by yes men, don't Beckham, you? Pretty much. They kind of Mayweather and Beckham kind of. I assume they've got projects. I mean, Mayweather's like talking about you know he's got his he's got his stable of boxers, right? Yeah, so he's, he's ploughing energies into that. Beckham's kind of got projects shit going on left, right, centre. So teams. I guess yeah. So I guess. Beckham's you know, don't hate money, do they? They, they don't, don't hate money. They mm. certainly don't hate money, and they've got projects, and they've got I don't know about. Floyd, but David's got obviously like a family around him. You've got that network, yeah. So if Connor, you know, I think Connor to have any chance of surviving that hangover, he's kind of got to plow himself into projects that he believes in mm. and, and 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 loves, and he's got to have a good network of people around him. But he's a right. So I fucking love Connor. He's a mad bastard. Like yeah. he is, I know. you know. Did you see I the press conference? Cans. Oh, throwing the cans, I love throwing that. Throwing the cans, yeah, you do nothing. You do nothing. What the fuck is this guy? But he'll post pictures of himself just in his house, like with an AK forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so he's just in his dressing gown and an AK forty-seven. Did you see what he tweeted? He said, "Do I get fined more than most of these bums get paid?" Yeah, it, all that stuff, and it's all part of it's. You know, part of it might look vulgar. Part of it's kind of bravado, part of it's true, part of it's just a part of this brand and this entertainment. And he's been with his girlfriend, right, for a long time. So when he had when he had nothing, or however he'd pronounce no. it, when he had nothing, no. right, he was with this girl, D. And But he's also said that he's got an announcement to make soon, like a personal thing. This has kind of been mentioned on the side. So I think he needs to stay with her, potentially, to be happy. But how mu- hard must it be, right, if... Like I said, you're not just a, a, a cool guy, you're not just handsome, you're not just rich, you're not just kind of popular with, with people, but the world's celebrities must be wanting a piece. He must be able to just have almost any woman he wants in Hollywood. How do you, how does the brain cope with that? How do you stay with your childhood sweetheart when you've got that kind of stuff around, you know what I mean? You, it would be really hard, really, really difficult. I, I, you wouldn't do it. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I probably couldn't. Not as a, not as a, not as a man. But look, let's not talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm I'm not, got, no, no, I'm quiet on this bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is listening. No, I, I mean, I'd be fine, Ty. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, the thing is not a problem. What we're talking about is normal human beings because maybe four years ago Conor McGregor was a normal human being. Exactly. And now he is with a dream. With a dream and he in his wildest dreams would never have foresaw this, even no matter how confident he, he is. He can do what he wants. Yeah, he can. I mean he's above the law. He's, he's the like epito- he's the epitome of success, is that what we're saying? Yeah, he can, in buy, his fault. He can buy yeah, exactly. He can buy and sell anything. Yep. All the rest of them want a piece of him. Yeah, people like LeBron James posting out memes with Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, I'm sorry, but is, if, is it is this is, is when you got when you got LeBron James, yeah. the biggest name in basketball, the guy that's now better or got a better record or whatever than Michael Jordan sells a lot of sneakers as well when you've got him that's doing memes of you and going yeah fucking god I, I look up to this guy you've got Kanye stopping backstage All right. you can do what you want of course and is that a healthy position to be in I don't think it is no <laughs> I wasn't I expecting be. you to say that <laughs> oh, I was right. expecting to continue this you shot him in a heartbeat so, though wouldn't you you shot right. him in a heartbeat you're right. Connor yeah 
don't know, his Look, jab's a bit slow and, you know, it's going to much strength. <laughs> Listen, yeah. he, ultimately what he has to do, he plays the heel all the time. And, and, and he's, beca- he's played the heel, he's become the hero because I... I really like him. I like what he's about because he creates energy around the support. I have no interest in, but I will watch his fights because mm. he is who he is and he's a fucking enigma. Mm. Um, but he does it by dispelling, in my opinion, negative energy. So he he has to create that conflict in order to sell his fight because it's okay. always the way he's done. You know, there's no great theatre without conflict. Absolutely. And, and no matter how much you try and how much you believe it to be fake and unreal... You're, it, you still have to feel and live in that sphere of ultimately negativity. Mm. Um, and I just wondered how, how... Does he get a lot of ha- people hate on him? Well, yeah. I mean, he gets loads of fanboys as well. It got bad really when when he lost. And then now it's probably people just loving him as well. And it, But people obsess, mate. Like, the amount of followers, the amount of comments, the amount of people that are now making lives out of using his name or... You know, for themselves, or just creating Conor McGregor fan page with million followers here, and you know, it's kind of uh, I it's think crazy. The problem with Conor McGregor, and the same with football, if we talk, bring it back to that for a sec, is that there's you're hot when you're hot, and then when you're not. Come on, another one's just popped into me. But what I'm saying is, he's not just going to finish, is he? And he's not just going to go right. Okay, I've lost one. these fights. Now I'm just going to go and go and have me tea, and I'm going to do this. That fucking buzz, that ego buzz of everyone hanging on your words, that going ahead, you know, right. fighting the the sport, going head to head with the organization, which is just over four hundred billion, mm. being the biggest star, being the fucking all that attention. Yeah. When you can't get a fight anymore because you just lost or whatever. Or even if he decides to retire, how the fuck do you get that thrill? You don't get it just by going to the cinema with your childhood sweetheart. No. Something's got to give. Well, I've just she's popped in my head. You know who's going through the hangover? Who's going through the hangover that, that Matt is predicting for Connor? Yeah. Who's going through it right now? Who? Tiger Woods. Yeah. Tiger. Yeah. He's going through that hangover right now. Yeah, Imagine sucks. him at that Ryder Cup a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It used to be about him. Did he play? No, did he play? He, he was isn't, following isn't. the... He was he was like caddy. a vice captain. He was a caddy. Yeah, he was almost he was a caddy. But the crowds weren't following him. He was like part of the crowds now. The crowds. Jesus. I've been to event with Tiger Woods, and the, it was all. He is the exactly yeah. like Connor, the main man. Yeah. Transcended the sport. He was, was shagging women yeah. left, right, and centre. Yeah. That all came to an end. That's when his yeah. career came. Yeah, he's going weird, through that too. career now. So he's going through that hangover right now. Do you know what I hope happens? That must be cold. Connor McGregor, and what should have happened with Tiger Woods is Connor McGregor. He fights and he walks away at the right time. Like we were talking about with you at Huddersfield last year. Yeah. You reach, I'm walking away from football if we get well, I want to end on this story. I want to end mm. on going back to that exactly thing. But, but, but Conor McGregor decides, I've had enough. I've fought the best I can fight. There's nothing else left for me in the UFC or elsewhere. And he just goes and fucking becomes a hermit in, in the forest, chopping trees down and shit like that. And he's happy. Just and just we're never with Netflix and his and D. Yeah, his Netflix message. and D. And, and, and you think Netflix and, and he's D. given he's given everything he can and he's mm. got a lot back in return. Yeah. And then he just fucking sails off into the sunset. That's that's the dream. So look, if if um we gotta go now, uh Flav's got better things to do. No um oh, just that thing about what well, I just want to come back to what you've because it's just been right. playing around in my head. Alright, okay, go on. The Huddersfield thing, right? Yeah. Last week, um Huddersfield, I think if people listen to the podcast, some might not have done right, but last week you talked about how you were considering, or at least an idea, that of walking away from Huddersfield once they got promoted into the Premier League. Yeah. And for me, a lot of the successes and the trappings of the Premier League are negative impact on a, on a fan base, especially. 
Um, you get an influx of fans from other areas who don't really understand the traditions in which your club's built. Yeah. You you uh, you get kind of uh, thrust up into the eyes of, uh, of Sky Sports and, and and explaining this is why uh, Huddersfield are back and these minnows from New Yorkshire have finally arrived. And you like it gives you validation to a club that you don't need. You got your validation. You're a Huddersfield Town fan, and, and that's a beautiful thing. And, and they're your club. Okay. You you would never succumb to Man United or yeah. or Leeds for a want of a better team. Um, Will and, Kanye and, come and watch us? Yeah, maybe that might be an option. He'll take us. Conor on, McGregor maybe, but he, you gosh. know he's. You know the fact that you said. Imagine if Conor McGregor bought Huddersfield. He might literally come in his pants. Oh, well, you, you would be un- un- insatiable, wouldn't you? <laughs> Go on. Imagine that if he just says, "Right, that's my Premier League team now." <laughs> and then you, and you just say, "Well, we win the tra- we win the championship, and we go into the Premier League." That maybe I don't want all that. Maybe I don't want to see, as you said, Huddersfield get pumped. Yeah. Maybe I walk away now, and when I want on my terms, on your own terms, and not let the kind of whims and intangibles of football fuck with my Huddersfield. Yeah. Chi or whatever it is. Yeah, I quite like that. I like the idea of football fans walking away because it, the the currently the, the, the you the, you have no control over so many invariables in football. It might be a, play, a player that doesn't feel right on one game, um, or a manager who's lost the buzz for the club, or the the division of wealth in football. There's so many intangibles. Mm. And I have walked away, by the way. I've walked away from yeah, I, know I feel have, quite yeah. good about it. Yeah, what, what, so I don't you, do Sky. I've never paid to go to a game. Not that where did that, that just briefly before we end? Where did that come from? Fucking, I think it came from fucking the likes of watching Dele Alli not trap a fucking ball. I was like, why? Do I can't do it anymore. Enough. I just can't do it anymore. And uh, yeah. I have kind of walked away. But I still, it's one of them. I still You're not walked away from it, have you? You're here. I know. You're here on a podcast chatting about it. I know. And now telling it, but we're all in turmoil. And this is why this is great conflict. And this is why you're listening. But yeah. no, seriously, we've got to go now. But if you've if you've enjoyed this pod, subscribe to it on iTunes. Leave a review on iTunes. Uh, make it a five star one. Mm. Uh, say many superlatives about why this is great and why this is a success. Yeah. But tell us on Twitter as well at Longball Street. Is that what it's called? Absolutely, yeah. At uh, Longball Street. Uh, here's up there and actually tell us uh, tell us what you think about some of this subject matter because it's. I, I just think it's fascinating. Um, the human mind, hate nowadays, social nowadays, uh, the and the impact of of great success. Uh, which should be the textbook life or, or the art the, the, it should be what we're all aiming for mm. and actually how that doesn't seem to be the case uh, and if you like the UFC let us know on there as well because I'm interested in that wicked um, well, and, and oh. quickly one one last thing Matt um, is because what we found cool. is there's a big upturn and, and people listen to previous pods so remember if you haven't listened to them already Ian Wright Michael Dubry, Leon McKenzie, yeah. um, the Beast, the Beast, stack in Fenwar. Some amazing West Ham fan TV talking about some of the struggles and the troubles there. Yeah, and the Bear Pit. Last oh, week was a good one, Jim. Uh, that was number eleven. That, that, give, if you got to miss one, that's probably the one to miss. <laughs> but yeah, but fast forward it. Agents. We talked to um, yeah. Adam Osper. Yeah, had financial advice. We've had legal advice. Danny Gabbard on last week. Danny Gabbard on last week. Not We've dicking about. Pros. This is really not dicking about. A, a, a lot of the stuff. It's um, it's timeless. It's evergreen as well. Yeah. So it's not like we're going. Oh God, who's going to win this weekend? It's not about that. Yeah. You can get that everywhere. What we talk about. It's about the the stories about the about the guys behind the, the guys in in the in the world of sport and particularly football. Where will I see you, Matt? See you at Far Post. Bye, Jim. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 